Hello and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. How's everybody doing today? Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, first thing I wanted to remind you guys is about the whole purpose of our podcast, and that is um, based on the the teachings of Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid movies and also in the Cobra Kai uh, TV series. And as, as we said, um, uh, Daniel LaRusso uh, said so well in the uh, Cobra Kai series that uh, in order to fully learn Miyagi-Do Karate, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. And that's the reason why we're here. We're here to um, take the training out of the, uh, the studio, out of the dojong or dojo, um, a little bit so that you can uh, practice your martial art training at home to apply those skills at home. So parents, teachers, martial art teachers, and students alike can enjoy the uh, benefits of this podcast. So uh, the last episode, we talked a little bit about the concept of country strong. Now, country strong um, means that it doesn't mean you necessarily have to live in the country. It's just that if you are, are doing things uh, in and around the house um, yourself, uh, that's the, that, that also reinforces the same concept of country strong, that you take the initiative, um, that you're, that you're uh, applying your skills around the house and maybe or even to a friend's house or to a park that you're, uh, you know, you know, working hard, you know, so um, that that kind of reinforces our our topic today. Uh, our topic today is just add rocks. So um, just add rocks is a, is a fun topic because um, uh, it's something that I've done a lot of here. Um, one of the things in um, I live in Florida now and um, a lot more people use rocks for their landscaping uh, than they do in other places that I've lived. Um, one of the main reasons is is because the Florida overgrowth factor is so is so bad that uh, if you put mulch down or or something, uh, you um, it overgrows in like six months. So you have all kinds of weeds growing out of it, um, overgrowth growing crawling into it, and so and so forth. Um, the rocks are a little bit easier. Uh, to manage because you can kind of spray something on the rocks and it kills um, all the weeds around it and you see just the rocks so it's you know uh, very nice looking so but anyways um, just add rocks the the work chore itself uh, starts at the hardware store so you go to Home Depot you go to Lowe's and um, you pick out what color and type of rock that you want and then you get your yourself your pallet um, cart and you go ahead and load the rocks based on how many you need, um, which uh, it's kind of funny because people don't think about it that you actually are going to have to lift them three times before you're done, because you'll lift them, you put them on the pallet, and then you go out and you pay for them, and then you go out to your car or truck, and then you load them in there, and then you have to load them one more time when you get home to take them to put them around where you want them in your yard. So. Uh, during all this, you do a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, rocks are a lot heavier than mulch uh, and other uh, uh, plant-based uh, uh, fill-ins. Um, also, too, it works the grip strength a lot. You know, um, uh, 
sometimes my kids have helped me uh, do the rocks and they always complain about not being able to hold on to them. They want to drop them um, because of grip strength. So grip strength is important. Um, so that's something we teach at the, uh, the studio here in our American Ninja Warrior classes. Uh, we teach uh, a grip strength. So it's very important to have good grip strength. So anyways, um, once you lift them three times and get them home, um, your back and your arms and your shoulders are pretty, uh, pretty sore from, uh, from doing that. And then it's time to, uh, what I think is do the fun work, and that's to, uh, to lay the rocks down. Now, um, I've done, I've done uh, the rocks in my yard before, and I, um, I just kind of laid them around the ground. And uh, what happens over time here in Florida is it kind of grows up and the, the rocks start to get swallowed after a while. They start to sink. So um, I found that it's very important to get the, the landscaping plastic down first. So uh, I've been doing that more lately. So you take the, the landscaping plastic and you put it down, you cut it uh, with a pair of scissors and you lay it down where you want your rocks to go. And then you simply start um, opening the, the bags up and start spreading them out. Now, um, I uh, use gloves sometimes, and sometimes I use uh, my bare hands. Um, the gloves are good if the rocks are wet, because uh, sometimes you get them from the hardware store and they've been rained on, so they're kind of wet and messy. But um, the gloves sometimes don't give you the the uh, proper feel for where you want them to go, uh, because you feel like you're wearing you know mittens that uh, you can't move very well, and even if they're good gloves. Um, so, anyways, you you spread them out. Now, one of the things that you do um, for your martial arts training is it kind of uh, toughens up the hands a lot because you do a lot of uh, uh, rock manipulation with putting them in different pl places. Uh, when I do it with bare hands, sometimes I, you know, I, I pat them down to try and get them to where I want and I kind of palm strike it down. So the palm strikes down kind of toughen up the hands and even like uh, the contact with the rocks and with the dirt and all that stuff uh, helps to toughen up the calluses and the hands, uh, which is useful in martial arts training. In, in fact, uh, in traditional martial arts, they used to um, use they used to toughen up the punch in the palms, the punch the punches and the palm strikes um, by by uh, hitting uh, various degrees um, of materials. So first they would start off with just sand, and then they would start off with like you know maybe some some thicker sand mixed with a little bit of uh, light rocks, and then it would be just light rocks. Um, and then eventually you go to small rocks and then big rocks and then bricks. So um, they would do these various degrees to toughen up their fist and to toughen up their palm. Now, um, in, in martial arts, we do this a little bit um, at our studio, not with the sand per se, but with the, the bags. Um, because when you first start punching or palm striking, um, you're not used to it and you have to kind of um, deaden the nerves just a little bit um, so that uh, when you do hit something, um, it's not quite as sensitive as, as it would be if you had your really soft hands. So um, it, it's important at first to, to, to condition the hands, lightly condition. Um, as I talk to my, my senior students, I, I, I tell them about we don't do a lot of um, hardcore conditioning on the hand just because there's a lot of uh, negative things that can come out of that. Um, we had been breaking bricks and boards when we were younger um, and some of some of us I haven't but some of us have, have broken a knuckle um, and then it never quite heals right it always it's always sticking out 
it doesn't look pleasant and, and then you start gaining arthritis in it um, so you got to be really careful about that sometimes we we made fun of the um, traditional martial artists who have done it too much and then their hand is kind of mangled um, and can't really do anything anymore except for punch probably so anyways a little light conditioning uh, goes a long way but anyways um, in um, as far as the rocks go after you get your rocks kind of laid out you kind of you know look at them and, and uh, you start using a little bit of the martial artist expression that's going to be a, a reoccurring theme I'm not going to go into it too much today um, but you, a lot of times martial artists have a, have a certain aesthetic about them where they want things to look beautiful around them um, so they use that um, expression to make things better so um, you know, take your rocks and you kind of line them up the way you want to and what shape. Uh, for example, I wanted rocks around the air conditioner, not just for beauty reasons, but also for practical reasons, because um, I don't want weeds growing up next to the, um, to the air conditioner, because then they you know, can get underneath, get around it, and I want to keep it clean so that the air conditioner can function properly. Um, but when I did it, I, I didn't want it to be just kind of like a loose kind of oval thing or whatever. I made it look into a square. So I purposely manipulated the plastic and the rocks to form a square. So um, it looks looks nice when it's nice, nice and clean. Okay. Um, things don't always have to be in straight lines. I, I know I talked about that with the lawn mowing uh, last, uh, last time. But um, straight lines are pleasant. And in a lot of uh, uh, Japanese gardens, they have that aesthetically pleasing uh, lines. Um, but that doesn't always have to be. Sometimes like you can make, uh, you put rocks around a tree, make a perfect circle, um, and so on and so forth. So you, you're limited by your own creativity on that, uh, your own martial arts expression. Now, I wanted to use this, this episode, Just Add Rocks. Um, uh, first, before we go on, on that, I, I wanted to tell you, um, um, a quick story about um, uh, my daughter uh, when she helped me do the rocks around the pool um, and my son they I had them come out there they had to do like a, uh, a see how many bags they could do um, and they went out there and they would like uh, brag about how I've already done one bag or uh, three bags already you've only done one and and, uh, and uh, it was kind of funny um, that they do that but uh, sometimes uh, that incentive is good that that friendly competition uh, really helps them. And as I said, they were pretty uh, tired and sore after doing that. It's good hard work. And those kind of uh, muscles uh, help to contribute to a, to a strong person and also to a strong martial artist. Um, but anyways, as I was getting ready to say, um, this uh, episode, Just Add Rocks, actually has uh, is a topic within a topic because I wanted to use the opportunity in talking about rocks um, about the concept of painting and hiding rocks. Uh, for example, there is a, uh, in, in the city that we're in, Cape Coral, uh, there is a um, Cape Coral Facebook, you know, Cape Coral Rocks Facebook group. So it's a Facebook group that talks about Cape Coral Rocks. And uh, there's actually two of them, I think. And uh, I think I'm a part of both of them. And what people do is they paint rocks. A lot of times from landscapes like this, the nice rounded ones that look cool. They paint rocks and they use the artistic aspect of our martial arts um, to um, to decorate them. You know, they're not necessarily using their martial arts, but from our perspective, we would we would do that. So um, we uh, we actually did this this summer. We hit we uh, painted about 35 to 40 rocks 
Um, we put uh, our martial arts uh, symbols on them, drew fists on them, and, and uh, used um, uh, Korean um, symbols on, on the rocks. Um, and then we hit them around uh, some of the area parks. And, uh, you know, this, uh, this concept is really interesting because um, a, lot of, a lot of younger kids, especially, really, and even in my kids, they, they really enjoy when they know that a fresh batch of rocks has, has been put out in the park it turns it into a whole fiasco, a whole, a whole thing, and they walk around trying to find, see as find as many rocks as they can, and once again they compete with each other to try and get the most rocks. Um, but I really think that, uh, you know, hiding these rocks is kind of like an Easter egg hunt, you know, and kids really enjoy this. And I try to instruct my kids that you can't always be the person that finds the rocks but you also have to be the person um, who hides them as well. So um, I, I believe that in a small way that hiding these rocks makes a better world because this gives kids something to look forward to when they go to the park. So every time they go to the park, whether a fresh batch of rocks has been put there or not, sometimes there's always a couple left that people didn't find. And then people spend their whole time at the park getting walking a mile or two around the park looking for these rocks. I think that uh, young kids especially gain exercise and it gives them that something extra to do when they're at the park. So um, I think that's, that's important to get out in nature and to, uh, and to experience that. Also to the awareness skills. Many people walk by and they never even notice them. I've, I've told people before that we're walking around at the park and I said there's a rock right here and like they had no idea. They've been to the park probably like 20, 30 times, that park, and they never even realized that there was rocks even being hid around there. Okay, so that just goes to show you how much people don't pay attention to things. There's so many things out there that you can pay attention to. Um, one, of the, one of the, I got this early in life. Uh, we were in the Boy Scouts, and uh, our scout leaders had arranged um, this guy to come in and he talked about Native American tracking skills. So it was a, it was a tracking skills seminar um, and it talked about how to use your observation skills to notice things that were out of place. And he would talk about how the um, Native Americans the, would teach this skill to each other and they would, they would look, like instead of just looking straight forward, they would look to the corners of the room. They would look um, to things that maybe weren't moving, things that were up above, things that were down below, um, and that helped him to notice things um, around them, you know, especially in the tracking skills, being able to track, to find their way around, just by looking around. Um, and these observation skills, that, that seminar really stuck with me, and everywhere we've gone uh, throughout life, I've always used that to help me notice things. Now, you don't have to be in nature to use this skill, um, a lot of, um, I teach my students all the time um, to notice things um, that will help them in a self-defense or emergency situations, you know, and uh, I've conveyed this skill to my kids and uh, my daughter especially, my son too, but my daughter especially, which is good, she has this skill and every time she looks around she notices things like, uh, like that guy over there is kind of creepy. You know, and like uh, she'll notice that we, we steer clear of him, you know, 
uh, that person, that's not right, whatever they're doing over there. Uh, we've noticed things before um, that were things going on and uh, we noticed them, but the average person wouldn't have noticed that that was going on. Um, and that those situations have helped us. So if something was to go down, you know, like, uh, uh, like for example, um, without talking nefariously, um, just talking about cars in general and watching them. Like, for example, um, I teach my kids all the time, and maybe it was kind of being a paranoid parent, um, but I would teach my kids, like, that car is still running, that right there. So that car next to us is still running. Uh, my daughter would notice, why, are they, why is that person sitting in their car with, with, the, with the turned on? Uh, why are they just sitting there? And we, we've noticed this a lot when we're making movies around the uh, Florida area. We notice that people uh, do weird things. So we're like, you know, what's going on? Are they just eating their lunch? Are they taking a nap between work sessions? You know, they go off their lunch for work and they're taking a little nap in their car. So we're just trying to notice what, what's going on so we can kind of identify. And once we identify what the situation is, we can determine its threat level, you know. So uh, even as I was saying before that, uh, you know, walking around in parking lots, I would tell my kids that car is still on. So if that car is on, that means that could back up at any moment. So you want to make sure that you steer clear, not just walk directly behind that vehicle. Um, we also, too, I, I would also say stuff like, uh, you know, white car um, off to the right. And when we're riding bikes or riding skateboards in the road, um, my daughter's actually the first one to say there's a car coming. So her, her observation skills are pretty good. Uh, my son's too, but sometimes he tries to act uh, too cool for school and he tries to act like that he can uh, always outrun things. And I always make sure to let him know that you cannot outrun a car like that, that your observation skills are actually more important than your speed at that point. So um, those observation skills definitely help you in a self-defense and emergency situations. Um, as far as the, the martial art practice of just add rocks, um, one of the things that you can do is that after you've done your uh, laid down the rocks and you've, you've patted them down and, and worked on your, uh, your uh, toughening up your hands and your palm strikes, you can go to, the, to a heavy bag and you can do palm strikes against those bags. You know, and that's a, as I said, that's a nice way to condition the hand to do about 10, 10 or 15 uh, palm strikes with each hand, uh, being careful that your wrist is in the proper angle, uh, that your elbow is not uh, all the way up like it would be on a punch, but just dropped a little as to protect the wrist. Um, also, too, one of the things that you learned while doing this chore is the no matter how much you try, you, you have to pick up rocks from the ground and from the vehicle and putting them down. You almost always do some kind of deadlift. Um, so you gotta be real careful that you're bending your knees um, so that you can strengthen your lower back, not hurt your lower back. Uh, you shouldn't be using your lower back too much when you're doing, you do have to use it some, but you don't wanna be using all of your lower back when you're lifting, you wanna be using your legs. Um, and those that would strengthen your lower back and a strong lower back is always important in martial arts because um, it helps you to lift your leg higher so because you have a strong core in the front and a strong back in the back then you can lift your leg and hold it up higher uh, so that's important to balance those out um, also too you uh, because of the squat that you do you strengthen your stance and one of the exercises you can do after this is to kind of reinforce is to do the um, uh, squat sidekick. So you, par you parallel yourself to a heavy bag uh, or to an air shield. If you have someone hold it for you at home. Then you bend the knee slightly 
and then come up and then do a nice straight side kick into the bag. And you can do about 10 or 15 of these, okay, um, to make sure that you reinforce that. Um, you know, in our martial art, we don't really call it a horseback stance, but they did in Taekwondo. And I, I really like the analogy of it because I like to have a strong uh, stance like that when you're doing uh, side kicks because you can really uh, jam using the support leg and using the kicking leg at the same time to generate force. So having those being strong is very important. Okay. And, um, of course, um, we haven't touched on this too much. This will be a topic that we do later, but making sure that you, because your muscles may be tired after doing the, uh, the work chores that we do in, this, in these podcasts, make sure that you're stretching out um, as you're doing them because we just got done moving a lot of stuff, and I made sure that I shook my shoulders out uh, between uh, sets so that I'm not, I don't get my shoulders too, uh, too hunched or too in different positions holding it, where my shoulders and my... Uh, back get kind of sore so shaking it out between is very important so anyways uh, so keep practicing at home keep on applying these skills remember that it's not just about martial arts training that we're doing here Uh, we're also getting things done we're increasing the productivity of your life okay because you just outlined your uh, house your pool your uh, air conditioner or your we have a bench in the back so we have that outlined with rocks too so I don't have to mow underneath it uh, you're making your uh, your uh, home a lot better place so that you can be more productive because you have a nice place to go to you have a relaxing place to go to and that uh, you know in the long scheme of things your house also has better uh, um, better uh, a value too because you, you've invested in your house and it looks nice so when someone wants to buy it if you ever move you, you can sell it for a little bit more so as I said, keep on uh, practicing at home your martial arts training. Um, next time, we have, of course, a lot more topics to go through. Um, one of the uh, uh, topics we may go that we, I might be doing, I'm not sure what I'm going to do next, but uh, I know that mop the floor is one of my want to do um, that's coming up. And then also, too, um, we have the... Uh, some of the other ones. One of the ones I really wanted to do is uh, one called geocaching because uh, that's something that we do at home too and that uh, also works on the observation skills. But we'll, we'll do that a little bit later. But anyways, I hope that you enjoy uh, my podcast today and enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, this is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care and bye-bye.